Um, with just a halacha of Hilchus Lashon Hara, before we begin the Parsha, I just want to mention, because we mentioned yesterday, um, just want to mention this halacha that is such a incredible halacha about, uh, just shows the power, Reb Simcharabo was asking yesterday, and just to share how powerful it is um, that even... Um, this is the example. Mr. Greenberg notices that his car window is smashed. Although you saw how uh, Shmuel's ball accidentally smashed the window, you're not allowed to reveal this to Mr. Greenberg. In such a case, a competent rub should be contacted. Another case, the owner of a bungalow colony, Mr. Eisen, asked who abused this washing machine. You may not tell him who did it. However, you may say, I didn't do it. So just to sh tell everyone, just to share with everyone, the power of Lashon Hara um, is something that it's so important to learn the halachas. Whatever you might think uh, is, is a uh, um, logically something that you are allowed to say or that you're not allowed to say, uh, you don't know. You literally have to learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara to know what you are allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. So um, that's, that's one of the reasons why it's so important to learn the halachas because sometimes the halachas are counterintuitive. Sometimes the halachas we, don't, uh, we wouldn't naturally say. But the more a person understands and learns it, so then you start getting uh, more familiar with what it is that a person is allowed to say. And sometimes when, when, if a person would think that uh, the Torah doesn't want you to be uh, healthy, you know, it's emotionally healthy, you know, to, to share your feelings, right? Sometimes, right, the Torah, the Torah knows, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows uh, what's healthier for us than we know. So uh, uh, even though you might think somebody, it would be mutter to do this and asr to do this, that's why halacha, and especially when it comes to hilchas Lashon Hara and hilchas Bein Adam L'Chavero, that it's, poor, it's very important to know. It's important to know what seems to be uh, cruel, uh, so to speak, or um, something that's not sensitive really could be the most sensitive thing for a person to do. We can't trust, you know, the secular, even if it, if it happens for years, that it seems that secular um, knowledge is something that makes so much sense emotionally, but we have to have emuna. we have to have emuna in the Torah, and the Muna and the Chachamim, and the Muna and the Tzadikim, that they know what's, uh, what's, what's healthy. You know, uh, like, I, like I've said, in my, back in my day, there was more of a uh, anti-college, and it was more clear that, that uh, psychology is something that's dangerous. Of course, psychology is important, and, it, and even then, it was known that it was important that you had you know, psychologists. Now, unfortunately, um, I think that people, you know, will say that psychology and the human dynamic is, uh, you know, you, you only learn through the secular and, and they, we try and connect the two. But it's very, very important for a person to know the truth. And the truth is that what? Boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. Right, right. But to real, correct. But to realize that there is called something that is called Chachma Sagayim. Right? It's the Chachma of uh, uh, secular knowledge is, is dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. 
I'm not saying that a person, of course, I'm not going to, we're, we're not in, a, you know, we're, we're in a time where it prevails and it's prevalent all over the place. Uh, psychologists who are from and therapy and everyone's in therapy and everyone pushes therapy and the greatest tzaddikim will say go to therapy and of course that's important but it's also very important I, it's funny I saw I met someone a few months ago in America who came over he, was, he came over to me I was uh, when I was there I was in a, a restaurant and someone came over to me to introduce himself and he said I asked him what he does and he said he was getting a PhD in uh, were you there with me? a PhD in, in whatever it was, he was in school to get a PhD, so he says, he asked me, he says, can I, can I get a bracha? He, he asked me if I can give him a bracha, so I said, yes, I give you a bracha. You're going for your PhD in psychology, Hashem should help you always be connected to what the Torah says is right and wrong. Always to, it's very, very important, no matter what we're going to do, it's always important, you know, to, to and you see Taka now, you know, a few months ago we'd be talking about the uh, gender issues and, and ge all, that, all that craziness where it's very clear what's right and what's wrong. It doesn't mean that someone who struggles with homosexuality, it doesn't mean that if someone struggles with gender identity, chas shalom. We, we, we don't judge and we're, we're not there to tell someone's bad, nobody's bad. But, but for a person to understand what the Torah, how the Torah looks at things and what is called an abomination and what's, and what's, and what's not, what's, what's considered right and what's considered wrong. You know, nowadays it's very, okay, we're getting a little bit away from the Parsha show, which we'll start in a second, but you know, uh, it's very, it's become very popular, more popular for women to, to marry women, right? Someone told me they could, uh, you know, uh, who uh, runs a shaitel store in Lakewood, that she had like two uh, women getting married coming to the shaitel store to try on shaitels for their wedding together. They're both marrying each other. Could you imagine? Oh, Baruch Shem, they're wearing a shaitel. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's confusing. Correct. That is confusing. But you know what's not confusing? This is not confusing. Right? The Torah is not confusing. This is not confusing. It's very clear. You open up a Shulchan Aruch, and a Shulchan Aruch tells you what's right, and a Shulchan Aruch tells you what's wrong. You go to the Tzadikim, and the Tzadikim tell you what's right. You learn the Torah. HaKadosh says, we're going to learn in a second. You'll see what's, what's clear, what's not clear. Again, we're not getting into how to deal with situations like that. Maybe we'll do that one of the days... Uh, with the mic, no mic, Monday, maybe we'll do that, something like that. But the point is, you need to deal with the sensitivity of genders and, and homosexuality and all that. You have to be sensitive. No one, we, we can't not be sensitive to that. But, 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 it's, but, it's, but it's very, very important to be grounded. Sula Mutzav, this week's parsha. Sula Mutzav Artsa Veroisha Magia Right? Sula Mutzav Artsa means that you live in this world and you understand this world, but at the end of the day, you have to be connected to, to the Torah, you have to be connected to Ruchnis, no matter what you're doing. Right? It goes like that in the, with the army and with the tzava. Everyone has to have the right hashkafa. Everybody, it's beautiful, and people raise money, and, and the soldiers, we ourselves have soldiers, 
and you have to be machabed the soldiers and we have to encourage the soldiers and we have to be there for the soldiers and we have to do whatever we can to help the soldiers and we have to daven for the soldiers and we love the soldiers whether they're wearing a yarmulke or tzitzis or tefillin or not that doesn't matter a yid is a yid is a yid but the hashkafa that we have to know the hashkafa which means the reality that we have to know is that that does not win and beat Hamas the, 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 that is not what's going to beat whatever it is we're trying to beat. It's tefillah, and it's Torah, and it's, and it's understanding that hashkava. It's not a stira. It's not a contradiction to have soldiers in Gaza. It's hard to hold them both. Sometimes it's confusing. It is confusing. We'll talk about that on Yom HaTzma'ot. It's very confusing. Now it's going to be even more confusing. It's going to be even more confusing. That's not a conversation for now. But it's going to be even more confusing because of you know, the complexity of the war and the complexity of Eretz Yisrael and the complexity of the, what's, the world at large is going, to be as much, is going to become much more confusing in a certain way of what's right, what's wrong, what are we right even now with the hostages. It's not so simple. It's not so simple. They should, they shouldn't. There is a ceasefire. Not a ceasefire. Who, who's making those decisions? Who's making those decisions? I don't know who's making those decisions. And are those decisions al Torah? Are those decisions? I don't know. We don't, we don't know. Okay, we're definitely not going to get into that. I just want to, let's talk about Yaakov Avinu. Let's talk about our, our Bechir Ha'avos. We're finally into Yaakov. We're going to be with Yaakov and Yosef and the brothers and the Shvatim for the next, till, till the end of Bracious. Right now we're in the uh, thick of the story of Bracious. Bracious is a is a incredible safer that's uh, that's that's dynamic, and uh, Avraham and Yitzchak, and now we're beginning with Yaakov, and let's just talk a little bit about Yaakov. There's so much to talk about. Definitely, we need more time for this, but we'll excuse me. We'll do as best as we can. I want to begin with a gra, and I want to base this shear on the gra, right, Mamish. Right before I came down here, I had a chiddush which ends off the shir, which I think is fits with everything, everything I'm going to say. The gra says something in it's a famous gra. Uh, the basis of this gra is um, is brought down. I don't know where else it's brought down, but where I've seen this is here in the Evan Shlema, in the Sefer in the gra. Anyone can look it up. It's the second piece in the gra, and many of you have heard this from me before. But it's good to know what it is to be alive, to be, to be a Jew. And what is that? Says the Vilna Gain. The Vilna Gain says, Iker Chayus Adam. The main life and, and, and uh, life force of a person who lehit chazek tamid hamidis. Now that's very hard for us to hear in 2023. Very, very hard to hear. Is that the main point of everything is to be breaking your midos is to go against who you are. Vimlav, and if you're not, Lama Loi Chaim. If not, why are you alive? Which sounds to say, very simply, the reason each and every one of us are put in this world is to break our midos. Now it's a very intense, we've spoken about that a few years ago. We've spoken about that. What does that mean? You're breaking your midos. Right? We want to stay away, we want to, we want to make everyone feel comfortable, so we don't want to say, 
you're breaking anything, you gotta be, you're right, we live in a world of everyone, you have to accept everyone, you have to tell everyone how beautiful they are. Breaking midas basically means, basically, right, they say Reb Shach, when he was maspid Reb Chatzkel, so the Reb Shach says, I never met anyone like Reb Chatzkel. Never met anyone like Reb Chatzkel Levenstein. So someone came over to him, I think his son-in-law came over to him and said, what do you mean? You met the Chavetz Chaim. What do you mean you never met? So he says, no, I never met someone who whatever he wanted to do, he didn't do. And whatever he didn't want to do, he did. Right? That's breaking, right? Don't try that at home. We're not holding by that. Right? Do not try that. That's very difficult. But, but it gives us a window of understanding what life is about. Life is not about making money. Life is not about being quote-unquote successful. Life is not about, right, what we think it's about. The Gra teaches us that life, we're put on this world to work on ourselves, which means if you're lazy, work on your laziness. If you're someone who has big bal taiva, you have a lot of taivas, work on your taivas. You're someone who loves uh, money, be, don't, don't, don't love money. You're someone who has anger, Go the other way. And that is what life is about. That's solely what life is about. To the point where it's one of the things that we say that a, per, that a child is born eight days old. And what do we do with, to a child who's born eight days old? We already go ahead and we give him a bris milah. What did he do wrong? What did he do that we're already fixing him? Because what's the point? The point is that we're here on this world to fix ourselves. We're here in this world to change ourselves. I'm going to talk about marriage, one, just one point in this, and then we'll go to, the, to Yaakov Avino. And that's what marriage really is. The reason we get married to someone who's the opposite of us, because women and men are very different, and Hashem didn't make it that men marry men and women marry women. It's one of my theories of why people nowadays uh, want to marry the same gender, because they don't want to work on themselves as much. And yes, marrying someone from the opposite sex is harder because you're marrying someone who's totally different than you. You're marrying a woman. You're not a woman. You're a man. So therefore it's difficult. But Hashem wants it to be difficult. Okay? Sorry to say that, but I'm not sorry to say that because that's the truth. Hashem wants... Whoa, hush of a guest. Shelly Raful, everyone. Wow. Wow. Wow, Ellie Raful. Amazing. Good to see you, Ellie. So, 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 so Hashem wants life to be challenging. We don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. We want to hear that Hashem wants my life to be easy. Well, guess what? Who do we learn that from? We learn that from Yaakov Avinu. I'm going to start off with one thing of Yaakov, and then we're going to end off with another thing of Yaakov. And this Sefer, this Parsha, which is Vayetze, is the Parsha of Gullus. This is Gullus. Yaakov Avinu is in Eretz Yisrael. And then where does he go? He goes to Gullus, right? He goes to outside of Eretz Yisrael. And then he goes back to Eretz Yisrael. This is Yaakov Avinu. This is the life of a Jew. Yaakov Avinu embodies. Avram Avinu begins Judaism. He begins Judaism. Yitzhak is quiet, like we spoke. And he's very focused. Yitzhak, we don't know much about Yitzhak and Rivka. It's like sort of like very like hidden. Yaakov Avinu, the entire story of Yaakov Avinu is he now becomes the opposite of Rashi. How do we say last week, what does it say that, that Yaakov Avinu, who, who, who is Yaakov? Yaakov is what? Ish, 
Ish what? Tum. What does that mean? Yeah. What does Rashi say? Ish Tum. He's a, he's, he's a simple, simple guy. Yaakovinu is Yoshev Oalim. He's the little sweet, sweet. Right? What's the Lushan? Rashi says a beautiful Lushan. What does that mean? That he's Ish Tum? Yaakov Avinu is Ish Tum. Is. Let me read Rashi. Rashi says Ish Tum. Yeah, but, but he says even, one second, sorry. Rashi says Ish Tum. What is Ish Tum? Ish Tum is. Amazing Rashi here. Um. Um, sorry. <sighs> sorry, sorry. I had it in my other chumash. Am I missing a page? Um, uh, oh. Oh. Right? What is Esav? You know, we can learn about Yaakov from Esav. We can learn about Esav from Yaakov. What's Esav? He's East Sayed, Latsud Uleramot et Aviv Bepiv. He's a liar. Esav is the classic, what you see is not what you get. He's the exact opposite. If he tells you, oh, I like that tie, he's going to walk away and say, huh, he'll say to his friend, ah, what an ugly tie. That's, that's Esav. That's Esav. Esav is, you can't trust a word that comes out of his mouth. Sayyid Bepiv. Yaakov Avinu, what's Yaakov? Who's Yaakov? What does Rashi say? Yaakov is Ishtam. Enu Baki Bechol Ele, which is someone who's out there, out in the world. Rather, Libay Kain Piv, right? His mouth and his heart are one and the same. Mish Enu Charif Leramos Karuitam. He doesn't even know how to lie. What you see, sometimes it's, a hard, it's hard to have a relationship with somebody like this sometimes. A guy like Yaakov, sometimes it's hard because he says, how are you doing? I'm not doing well. Why are you not doing well? Just say you're doing well. I'm not doing well. He's, he's, he's honest. He says the way that things are. The opposite of Esav. Esav is somebody who you can't trust. Lavan is someone who you can't trust. Yaakov Avinu's nature, we'll talk about his nature, his natural, right? You guys know the, the nature versus nurture. There's certain kids, there's certain kids who are just naturally sweet, naturally simple. He's a simple guy. He's a simple guy. He's not someone who's dynamic so much. Esau's dynamic. Esau's somebody who can be a businessman, right? You're not going to go so much into a business with a guy like Yaakov. Yaakov's like a, a quote-unquote, I don't know if they use the term, a nerdy, simple book guy sits in the corner, you ask him something, yes, you say this, no, I, it's hot in here, turn on the air conditioning, you like it, I don't like it. He's not very, very simple. At the end of the parsha, we don't have time to really go through everything, at the end of the parsha, what does Yaakov Avinu do? Yaakov Avinu has the ability to swindle, well, not just that, last week's parsha, what does Yaakov Avinu do? Last week's parasha, he has trouble. The only reason he did what he did was because his mother asked him to. What did he answer when his mother told him to go, uh, to go and, uh, and, and present yourself to your father as Esav? What does he say? Ulai yimusheni avi. What does he say? He says, oh, I don't even know how to do this. 
I don't even know how to be echad bepeh, the echad believe. I don't even know how to lie. My yes is a yes, my no is a no. What you see is what you get. Tocho, you guys are learning the Gemara and Brachas. Tocho, kabaro. My outside and my inside are the same. Esav is tzayed bepiv. Lavan, as we said, even his name is a lie. His whole essence is a lie. And what's the avoda of Yaakov? The avoda of Yaakov, I'll get to you in a second, Yuda. The avoda of Yaakov is to what? And he does it successfully. What does he end up doing? He ends up beating who? He ends up beating in this week's parasha, Lavan, the swindler of all swindlers. He ends up swindling. He ends up, he ends up tricking. He has to do a whole thing with the spotted and the speckled and the, and the this, and he has to tell him this, and he tells him we're leaving, and he tells the daughters, and he goes ahead. The whole story, you guys know the story. He has to go ahead and, and, and cheat, so to speak. He starts off by, by tricking his brother, and he ends up becoming this businessman. He ends up going ahead and taking Lavan, who's the swindler of all swindlers, and Yaakov Avinu spins Lavan himself around. How is that possible? You have a question, Yehuda? How is that possible? Yeah, yeah. Louder. Right. Well, he didn't say I'm the Bukhar. He says Anoichi. That's what Rashi says. He says I am I. Esav is your Bukhar. He couldn't even say it. Right. That's how Amish. But what does he do? What do you see now? This is the avoda. What does Gullus do to a person? What does life do to a person? What happens is, and this happens, I think, at your age. What happens when you turn 18 years old, when you turn 19 years old, what happens is, it could be it happens through high school also, but now is the time where, where life takes you for twists and turns. And just wait till you guys are married. Wait till you have children. Wait till you have to have a job. Wait till you have a boss. Wait till you are a boss. Wait till you have a father-in-law. Wait till you have a mother-in-law. You think life is difficult now? You think you're being challenged by twists and turns right now? Yaakov Avinu starts off at the end of the spectrum of MS, and he ends up, ready for this? This was my, my clincher, and then, uh, then we could discuss this together. The clincher is next week's parasha, what happens? Yaakov changes his name, becomes a different name. Avram, at least goes from Avram to Avraham. Okay, Shkoyach. He goes from Nach to Nachi. Okay, Shkoyach. Avram to Avraham. So his change is subtle. It's a subtle change, which they actually speak about that. They actually speak that the change of Avram, right, you would think about Shuva, this is all parenthetical, Right? You would think a guy whose name is Mike, who's uh, doing, becoming a ger, he's becoming a Jew, he's not going to name himself, oh, welcome to yeshiva. My name used to be Mike, now my name is Mike. No, he goes from Mike to, uh, to, to Shraga, you know what I mean, to Yankel. Right? He changes. Don't call me Mike anymore. Avram was Avram, without a hey. And then... 
Yeah, yeah, so Ben Avram. But the point is, but the point is, the point is the change, Yehuda, is a subtle change. They talk about that. They talk about that. Because you keep who you are. But Yaakov Avinu's change in next week's parasha goes from Yaakov to what? Yisrael. A totally different name. You know what that shows? What, do, what does your name tell, tell you about you? What is your name? Shame is Shum. They say Nishama. Nishama, inside Nishama, is Shinmem, which is shame. It's the essence of who you are. It's the essence of who you are. Yaakov Avinu, you guys ready for this? Yaakov Avinu was victorious in life that he transformed himself to become, as the Bali Musa say, you don't become better, you become anderer. You become a different person. The avoda of a Jew, that's where we start off with the Grah. The avoda of a person is to transform himself to become a different person. Avada, you keep the, the developing things that you have inside of you. You have your nurture. You have your nature. Sorry, you have your nature of who you are. But the purpose of life is do I take what life brings me and I fight it? Why do we fight reality? You know why we fight reality? You know why we fight people? You know why we fight things? Because we don't want to change. I don't want to change. I want everything else to change. I want my mother to change. I want my father to change. I want my circumstance to change. I don't want to change because it's too hard for me to change. Yaakov Avinu teaches us that he was someone who couldn't even lie to, to, to the most simple lie and he ends up being the swindler of the swindler. Now, Avada, Yaakov Avinu was not a lovan, but he learned how to break that midah to the point that he becomes a different person and that is the purpose of gullus and that is the purpose of life that's the purpose of getting married that's the purpose of getting a job that's the purpose of learning Torah is to change and to develop and to say I used to be like this and now I'm like this yes question guys is, is get, so is getting in touch with, with your real nature, I'm guessing right, when you become a different person that you're connecting more with your nature. No, that, that what? That, what? That, that you're fighting your nurture? No, you're fighting your, you're fighting your nature. You fight the nurture because you want to keep the nature. Okay, I don't want to get to confuse everybody with the nature and the nurture. But what happens is the reason we fight things is because I don't want to change. Why do I want to? I don't want to change. I want to stay who I am. But that's not, if Yaakov wanted to stay who he was, what would he do? He would just stay. Yoshev Olam. Stay each tum. Stay like that. He should have seen when Lavan already goes ahead and he gives him Leah and, he's, and he starts, he says, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. I can't deal with a, with a swindler. What does he do? He sticks with it. In Lava next week's parsha. In Lava Ngarti Vitarya Mitzvah Shamarti. You know what that means? You know what that means? You know what Yaakovino had to do that he beat Lavan? He beat Lavan. He beat Lavan. He, he won. He won in this week's parsha. At the end of the parsha. What do you mean? He went ahead. He built the business. He took his daughters. He built a massive business and he left. Lavan says, Oh, it's all mine. He swindled Lavan. 
They, he hit the Trophim, the whole story. Rachel, this. They're going ahead and they, he beat the guy who's, who's, who's a step ahead. How did he do that? He worked on himself. He realized that this is my avoda. He realized that life is not about staying who you are. That's not what life is about. Life is about dealing with the circumstances that Hashem gives you and doing the best you can in those circumstances and making the best out of those circumstances and taking the lemons and making lemonade. Realizing that instead of complaining, he could have said, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this guy, Lavan. I'm out of here. That's what someone, I would have advised him that. I would have said, I understand, you just met your father-in-law, you met your wife, forget about that. He should have left Rachel maybe right away. He should have left Rachel right away. I, I don't know, I, never, I just thought about this kasha right now. If I went ahead and I fell in love, he fell in love, you know the Kutzker, the Kutzker says in this week's parasha, the Kutzker, this is total parenthetical, the Kutzker Rebbe says that when he met Rachel, what, what happened? He fell in love with Rachel, what does it say? Anyone remember? Guys, we got to be holding in the, in the parsha. Yes, what does it say? Oh, what did he do? He kissed her. Chumash. He kissed her. It says, Vayishak Yaakov Lerachel. What does the Pusik say right there? This is a Kutzker, totally separate. Yeshaya, you'll like this. Vayishak Yaakov Lerachel. And what does it say? Why? Oh, so yeah, you pay, you pay. Right. Oh, very good. Rashi is beautiful. Good job, guys. I like that. You're holding a Rashi. Zak the Kutzker, why did he cry? Because he's like, oh my gosh, could you imagine how many people are going to interpret this? Uh, give a heter. He kissed his bride. He kissed, they weren't married, so he's cried. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have, that's the Kutzker says that. I shouldn't have done that. How many reform rabbis are going to bring this as a riot, right? It says in the Bible, you can go ahead and, or whatever it is. Anyway, that's cute. But what's the point? What's the point? The point is, is that Yaakov falls in love with this Rachel. Now imagine you falling in love with this girl. He has zero interest in Leah. No interest in Leah. Not only that I don't have interest in Leah, Leah is actually supposed to marry my crazy brother. And his own love goes ahead and swindles him. What would I do? I would say, listen, honey, this, what? Just leave them both. I can't deal with this. She never, she never, never says anywhere that Rachel loved Yaakov. Never says anywhere. Whatever it is, well, it, she okay. But it's not the point. I'm talking about Al Yaakov. You're, you're right, Moshe. The point is, the point is, if I'm Yaakov, right? But what did Yaakov do? What did he do with it, everybody? He dealt with it. He didn't run away. He dealt with the pain. He dealt with the confusion. He dealt with the fact that I spent seven years working. Spent seven years working and then you swindle me. He didn't want to work. Yaakov's an Ishtam. He's Yoshev Olim. He's a Tzaddik. He knows he's got to do this. But what's the lesson? The lesson of Godless for all of us, the lesson of all of this, I think, for all of us, is that life doesn't give you what you want it to give you. Just wait. We haven't even gotten to, to, to the fun. Wait till we get to Dina. Wait till we get to Yosef. Wait till we get, as Yaakov stands, foreshadowing, as he stands in front of Paro, and he actually gets punished for this. And he stands in front of Paro, and Paro's like, how was your life? And Yaakov's like, terrible. <laughs> it's really, that's basically what he said. He says, my life was terrible. I had a terrible, terrible life. Vayeshev Yaakov. In two weeks prior, what is the first Rashi? Vayeshev Yaakov. Anyone remember? 
Vayeshev Yaakov, Bikesh Yaakov, Leishev Bishalva. What does that mean? Yes, Yaakov says, I'm tired. I'm tired. I want to chill. I like that. Good one, Nachi. I want to chill. And you know what? You know who the people who chill are? The people who chill are the people who don't make it in life. Yaakov didn't enjoy his life. Again, we're not getting into Yaakov enjoying. It was difficult. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, but again, Moshe, but that's the point. I like that Moshe saying that. He didn't enjoy our focus, myself included. I'm with you, Moshe. We live in a world that it's all about enjoying. It's all about comfort. It's all about my nature. This is my nature. My boundaries. This is what I don't want to work on it. I don't want to. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. Sorry, everybody, you're on the wrong planet. If you want things to be easy for you, you're on the wrong planet. We're in the wrong religion. You're in the wrong religion. Go convert to Christianity. Go convert to, to, to Islam. Go convert to Buddhist, whatever you're going to do. Judaism is a religion, and the Jewish people are a people that are... Look what's going on now. Look what's going on in your current events in 2023 right now. Look at the chaos that the world is going through. Look at the chaos and we're just, as everybody's saying, we're just beginning the chaos. The chaos is not getting less chaotic. But what do we learn from this? What we learn from Yaakov Avinu is he starts off as a simpleton and he ends up a different person at the end of his life. We're not at the end of his life yet. And that's how we at 18 years old, at 20 years old, when you're looking ahead of your life, when you're looking ahead of your life, to say, if your life is difficult now, and I, I, really, I really mean this in all of severity, I mean this, I can't say this enough, if your life is difficult now, Get clear about what that difficulty is and, and, and get really um, used to figuring out how to deal with that difficulty because you ain't seen nothing yet. You don't like that, Moshe. No. Right. Who's to say that a four-year-old guy's life is obviously more difficult than an 18-year-old? Like, why is it necessarily to get more difficult? Maybe it'll stay difficult in different areas. Like, like, right, so I'll explain it to you. More so I'll explain it to you. Because when you're 18 years old, when you're 18 years old and you don't have bills to pay, you don't have a wife to answer to, you don't have anything that's... No, it's not, so... They, 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 it is, because it is. Because if, if somebody is struggling with, with, with his daily life, when, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not minimizing... I'm not, I'm not, if that, that's not the right word. I'm not, I'm not not validating the struggle of an 18-year-old. But when a person gets married and a person has to deal with a wife and children and Parnassa and his boss and Yiddishkeit and all of that, it's much harder to juggle that. So this is the time for a person to learn to give himself the foundation and to learn the tools. Of course, it doesn't mean, you know, you can get married in a few years. It doesn't mean in these next two, three years that you're going to get everything. 
But if you don't learn it now, it's much, much harder to learn it when you get older and older and older because life just gets more complex. For, let me ask you a question. For a 10-year-old kid, 11-year-old, is life supposed to be hard? No. A 10-year-old kid, it's not supposed to be hard. 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 It's supposed to be easier than for an 18-year-old kid, than for a teenager, and then it's easier for an 18-year-old kid. Okay, so good. That's, that, that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be easier. Yes, Nachum. Okay, again, again, my, my, point, my point is not that you won't have the kalim and the ability to work things through, but, but, the, but the comparison of life getting harder and harder and harder as you get older and the things you're dealing with, the risks that you're taking, the... the, 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 the well, the stakes are much... Right now, you mess up, Moshe. Who does it affect? Nobody, ultimately. Okay, your parents might be upset. A Rebbe might be upset. Who are you affecting? You mess up with your wife. You mess up with your kids. You mess up with your boss. You mess up with them. It's, 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 it's intense. So I'm not trying to scare everybody here. I'm just trying to talk the truth. And the truth is that that is what life is. And when you learn, you must learn like Yaakov Avinu. You must learn how to, how to deal with life as opposed to run away from life. Yaakov Avinu could have in a second run away. Yes, you then, then we'll wrap up. Obviously, it's, like, it's definitely going to get harder as you grow up and, you're, and like you have to pay the bills and as you said, like you have to take care of kids and, you know, like, and your wife. But um, if you have a very hard childhood, don't you think that it kind of gets you ready? So it gets you ready for, Great. for Great. marriage. Like if you have a hard, time, a hard relationship with your <clears throat> Beautiful. Beautiful. This is very true. Is that is that if you had it tough and you've worked things through, as Nachum was saying, you 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 get used to it, you have the fortitude, you learn things. But the truth is, as we've said many times, right, if you don't heal the pain. What's the line? If you don't, uh, well, hurt people, hurt people. But if you don't, what's the line? If you, if you don't something, you bleed on people who never hurt you. So if you had a tough, if you had a tough childhood, which many of us have had, many of you have had, and a lot of people have tough childhood. But if you had a tough elementary school, you had a tough high school, you had this. So you, you're, this is your time. These next few years are your time to really. Focus on, on giving yourself the principles, the values, so that when you get married, you marry the, a person who is healthier. You're, you're able to get ready to raise children. You're able to keep a job, and at the same time, your shamayim, your rosho magia shamayma. Your head is in the Torah. Your head is with Hashem. But the key, and this I want to end off with, the key is... Is that you're facing, Ellie, you have a comment? Oh, I thought you were. The, the, the key for each and every one of us is to remember that Yaakov Avinu didn't start off as Yaakov Avinu. He started off as an Ish 
Tom as a simple person and his life, right? You, ever, you guys ever have that, that, that memory when things were just simpler and life was just like easier? And then like when did things get complicated? When did things get so difficult? I don't know if that changed from when you were five years old till 10 years old or when you were 10, to, I don't know. In, but in life, that sometimes happens. Like, when did things start getting difficult? So imagine Yaakov Avinu saying that. Like, I was a Yoshev Tom, Yoshev Oalim. I was the son of Yitzhak Avinu, of Avram Avinu. Okay, it started by him in the, in the mother's womb. He already had a brother who was a crazy brother. But I guess he was like, listen, things are good. Suddenly he finds himself, you know, running, being chased to be murdered, being chased, he gets chased in this week's parsha by, by his father-in-law himself, who wants to kill him also. And if it wasn't for a dream that Hashem told Lavan, you better not touch Yaakov, Lavan probably would have killed him also. And Yaakov finds himself, this businessman, probably scratching his head saying, holy cow, when all this, my life used to be a simple life. My life used to be a simple life. But what's the Eitzah? The Eitzah is, face it. The Eitzah is, change yourself. Don't change Lavan, because you're not going to change Lavan. Don't change Esav, because you're not going to change Esav. Don't change the circumstances, because you can't change the circumstances. Which to me is a big chiddush, that he didn't run away from Rachel and Lavan. I guess he was listening to his father and his mother, who told him, this is where you need to go. And when you face it, and it's painful, and it's painful to face it, then you end up living a life like Yaakov Avinu. You end up becoming and doing things that you never imagined you'd ever be able to do. Yes, Reb Zev. I believe the reason why the Torah says that he, Yaakov's head was in the, in the heaven because he knew how to take them truth and make them truth the way it was. The truth at this point is, is how to deal with his, with his father-in-law and his wife. That, that, that was his truth then. Right. Nice. I mean, that's what he had to deal with. You have to say what you're dealing with and say, this is what I need to deal with. Very nice, Rubzev. That's what you have to deal with. Beautiful. I like that. I like that. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that's what Rosh Lamala to realize that it's from Hashem. This is what Hashem gave me. This is what Hashem gave me. And then you end up transforming yourself. Yes, Yosef, and then we'll wrap up. Is with Yaakovinu, the, the fact that, that he was able right, to do the, the next seven years and he was able to handle it. Right. So is, is, that, is, is saying that I'll handle it the, the change that you need or is, is there a certain balance of, of handling situations versus... Right, avoiding. Right, like... Uh, correct, that's, that, that's the point. Meaning, I would have, if I were Yaakov, if I were Yaakov, I'd say, my, my father-in-law just, just swindled me. My wife was part of the swindle. I am a person who, when you say something, you mean something. I'm going to end up marrying a, a, a girl who br brought her twin sister, or whatever it is, to, to, to marry me. I, I'm going back to yeshiva. This is too hard. This is too hard for me. This is way too hard. I think they say it was. I think they say it was twins. I, I right. I, I. This is way, or even not, right? I, this is way too hard for me. I'm going back to yeshiva. He didn't do that. He said, like Rabzev says, I'm dealing with it. 
Now again, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that if that if that if a girl comes and, and swindles you, you should say like Yaakovino, that's not the point. But the point is, is that in order to live your life and to change your life, you gotta go against that was the grah that we start off with. Ikr Chayas Adam is to break who you are. Hashem didn't put us in this world for everything to be smooth. Hashem put us in this world to change, to grow, and that's how we do it. Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha to have an amazing Shabbos. We should be Zoha to connect to Yaakov Avinu.